Hello. Hi, lesbians. Hello, lesbians. And other people. You just called other. The others. (laughs) And everyone else. (laughs) It is Pride Weekend in Warsaw, and we are with Levi's. We are, and we're here doing an ad hoc but special episode today. So we told you all last week that we were stopping for a bit, and then, surprise, here we are. So aren't you all very, very lucky to be hearing us just (laughs) one week after we said we were pausing for a bit? (laughs) How fantastic for you all. Um, I'm so buzzing to be here. No, so am I. We've never been to Warsaw before, and we, we, I mean, I say I'm buzzing to be here. We got here and slept so far, but... That is literally our favourite thing to do, so I don't know. Yeah, I I could just go to different countries all over the world and different cities and just sleep through them. Just nap. Just nap in different hotels. Like, just different sleeping experiences would be incredible. (laughs) Um, But we are extremely excited to be here. We're extremely excited to be here with Levi's. It's going to be an absolutely incredible weekend. You're all, obviously, I'm sure, going to have seen it on the socials by the time we post this. And... We are also very excited to find out that there is a massive vegan and vegetarian <laughs> scene in Warsaw, which yeah. obviously, as lesbians, we don't eat meat because that's like a crossover. So sorry, Julia, who's actually sat here with us right now. You eat meat, but generally I lesbians don't. don't. She doesn't eat exactly. meat. I just knew you wouldn't because it's just such a gay thing. Like It's, it's just obviously like the gay thing, but living in Warsaw, the vegan capital of Europe, it's yep. the most amazing thing well, that happened to me. We didn't know that. How uneducated are we as individuals? I mean, we only found that out about three days ago. Soon Julia's going to make it the gay capital as well. Yeah. Yes. This one is person. Lesbian one. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's fine, actually. Not gay, just lesbian. The gay um, men can go to Krakow. <laughs> yeah. They have one, we have the other. I'll take it. So we are so excited today because we are joined by a very incredible person. Um, called Julia Julia Machioca. I've asked. Is it Julia? Do you go by Julia? Julia. It doesn't matter. Julia Machioca. In classic British ignorance style of us three people today, Julia's last name, every time I've repeated it to myself five times plus, every time (laughs) I've forgotten it and had to ask it again, and I've still fucked it up whilst recording this. So, fantastic start. (laughs) Um, Julia is a chairperson of Warsaw Pride and a board member of the Polish Pride Alliance. So, we are so honoured and you know, amazed to have you sat here today with us to give us a bit of insight about yourself, your life, your past, your present, and where you want to take lesbians of Warsaw in the future. Also, can I just say, you're putting us to shame already because we've just been chatting for the past half an hour and I'm like... I am not doing enough. I'm not even doing a <laughs> slight bit enough. Yeah. But it's amazing to actually sit down with someone who is doing this. And, mm-hmm. and you know, we were kind of looking up a bit about Warsaw, obviously, before we came. And it was kind of common knowledge that Poland isn't, you know, very gay friendly, LGBTQ plus friendly. Yes. We are the most homophobic country in Europe. Oh. My mum's response when I said that to her was, if anything happens to you, don't ring me because I don't like aeroplanes. <laughs> I was like, cheers, mum. She said, if you get kidnapped, I don't want to know about it because I can't help you. <laughs> I was like, ignorance well, is bliss. Mum, I don't, I think the whole point of kidnapping is that they don't, you don't know where I am. Like, <laughs> for fuck's sake. 
so yeah, that's that was the experience of coming out. She can listen to this episode. She and can. Maybe and she can pick some but clues together. Yeah, you definitely together. put us to shame. So everyone that listened to the previous episode where me and Freya were crying like little babies about how busy we are with our little podcast. And then we speak to Julia today and we're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. We're, oh, yeah. we're pieces of shit, super, really. Super lesbian. Definitely. And, but we are really honoured to have you here. So I'll let you just do a quick little introduction of yourself and tell, tell all the lesbians who you are. Oh my God, all the lesbians. All of them. All of them, because yeah. they are international. We've got Rosie Australia, O'Donnell. we've got America, we've got Germany, we've got you guys, we've got UK. Like you're, you're going international. I feel like landing on the moon, you know? The small step for Julia, but the big step for a Polish <laughs> There's lesbian. lesbians on the moon. They will 100% be listening to this podcast, <laughs> without a doubt. Obviously. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Um, I'm Julia. I'm Julia Matioha. I'm from Warsaw. I'm the true woman of Warsaw Pride. I'm not scared of that word. I'm a proud feminist, but also proud lesbian. And yeah, the m- most important thing for me right now for my activism is to support Pride movement in Poland. And mm-hmm. I think we will have a little bit time to talk about it. And as my day job, I'm working at the university and I'm an animal scientist. Oh my god! Yeah, I know. It's that's crazy. That's just that, that. There's the shame. That, it's that the is the shame. On top, isn't that it? is just that is so attractive. It really is. <laughs> but it's really low paid, you know. So <laughs> you're you're a baller in my eyes, though. Don't worry. No, I think especially when it comes to animal activism as well, that's like a huge thing that we're really um, that we're really really interested in, and we love our dog two pieces who is a rescue we're massive rescue advocates as well um and so for us to actually learn that bit of information about you was just like the icing on the cake it really was it was the cherry on a very large cake yeah (laughs) if you couldn't get any better worse than someone who doesn't like animals no this kind of people they do not exist it's weird someone says that i think they're just lying i couldn't be friends with anyone who didn't like animals i think that's a massive red flag like you're just basically admitting that you're a psychopath oh yeah just tell me that you hate me, punch me on the face. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's exactly <laughs> the same. <laughs> so I, first of all, I'm really interested to kind of understand more about you. Like, what was your history? What was your journey of growing up in Poland in such a conservative country, realising that you were gay, sort of dealing with that and then becoming such an incredible sort of advocate at the forefront of a, a movement? Because that's exactly what it is. Uh, this is always a kind of hard question for me because I had a huge privilege. I have the most wonderful sisters and mom who were always supporting me. So I was growing up in a small city uh, north of Poland, um, not knowing lesbians exist. Um, yeah, the internet was not there yet, you know. I'm <laughs> only 29, but <laughs> believe me, if I could Google that, that would be much easier okay, <laughs> to go you. through school. Uh, so so at the beginning, um, I really didn't like boys. Um, so it was uh, easier to believe that I'm as- asexual because mm-hmm. it was existing, yeah. like, as a pathology, of course, um, but it was existing in the minds of, of Polish people. But lesbians, I have heard about them when I was 11, I believe. And then I thought, that's it? Is it, is it, is, is it me, Jesus? It's got a name. <laughs> <laughs> so um, growing up was not the easiest, but I think that the harder thing was me being very, very stubborn. Sorry, mm-hmm. mom. And and really, really wanted to 
make some drama, you know, uh, to reinvent the world, to mm -hmm. show people that, hey, this is inequal, it shouldn't exist. Yeah. So there was a teacher, math teacher, who told me that girls cannot, can't do math. Wow. So for the whole year, I was doing all of the extra math assignments. <laughs> I was in so many math context, contests, you cannot imagine that. Wow. And I was miserable, but I was so happy to prove her wrong. Like, oh my so God. So your whole life has just been born out of opposite, oppositional defiance disorder. Yes. Fantastic. <laughs> I fuck Freya, with that. Freya can relate. Yeah, every, you tell me not to do it, well... Yeah, that's watch that's me. Yeah, watch me. Watch Whereas I'm too lazy, and I'll be like, okay, fine. Oh no, but you love being petty. Tell yeah. me you don't love being petty. That oh, is I like do. in the core of who you are as a person. I, I agree. So. Yeah, yeah. Total I should have been honesty. a Scorpio. So when you said that you kind of like figured out, okay, this is what a lesbian is. What did you see? What What did you see? Was it just like someone walking in the street? Was it like a celebrity? Oh or? no, there was a girl. Of oh, course, okay. yes. She will never know about it, but <laughs> at that point of my life, before I knew, I thought, oh, I really want to be best friend with her. Mm -hmm. And then yeah. I said to myself, no, girl, mm -hmm. <laughs> sorry. Oh, we've done a whole episode on falling in love with the straight <laughs> best friend. It's a lesbian experience. I'm not it's sure universal. if she's straight, actually. I, I, ha I'm, I have no contact with her anymore. Really? Um, but I think she was bi. Okay. She didn't knew that too, but... <laughs> Imagine you see her at the parade tomorrow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm sure Julia's girlfriend would love that. For <laughs> her. She would be so happy about it. <laughs> She's like, Do you know what? Take fine. her. <laughs> yeah. But really, um, that, that was funny because I came out uh, when I was 16 or 17 to everyone, wow. to my wow. family, extended family and my school. And, you know, people weren't happy about it, but everyone was kind of okay. Mm -hmm. But they say, okay, you can be lesbian. Just stop being an activist. Wow. So the bigger issue for many people when I was growing up was me doing things, showing them that you can spend your free time on mm -hmm. a something different, on mm -hmm. building a better world than mm -hmm. playing video games. Yeah. And many, many teachers were kind of angry that I was always <laughs> making something. Um, I fucking love that though. But that I mean, was fun. I yeah. had the most amazing group friend friend group and I had the most amazing sisters who were always supporting me in front of my family. So I had a great privilege growing up. Wow. And this is important to say that most kids in Poland they do not have mm -hmm. such a privilege. Only mm. only 25% of mothers and 12% of fathers are accepting their LGBTQ wow. kids in Poland. It's really terrifying how many young people are walking around without the support of people who should love them unconditionally. Mm. That is that is absolutely insane. It really is. And it's, it's really, really horrible to see because I think that, you know, no matter what we go through individually, you know, in the UK when you're coming out, you kind of know that there's like a wider acceptance. So if you don't have that wider acceptance, then also the people that are supposed to love you just completely abandon you or, or don't accept you. It's, it's horrible. So where do you go with that? But I think regardless of like how 
how supported you were, which is amazing. I think that also kudos to you to like taking it that mm-hmm. step further to not just be like, oh yeah, I'm gay and I'm happy in yeah. my little bubble with my family who yeah. support me. You were like, no, yeah, I'm fucking gay. And you went out and you wanted to make a mark about and we it. Spe- like, we speak amazing. about this a lot as well. And I think maybe part of why people didn't challenge you was because you owned yourself so entirely. I think some, because we speak about this a lot and people say, you know, how do you kind of avoid getting hate or how do you deal with it? And we always say we kind of, and I don't think, I, I'm, I'm not saying it's as simple as this, but if you kind of speak about yourself with shame, sometimes you open yourself up for someone to shame you. Whereas it sounds like you came out so owning who you were you weren't just going to let people say what they wanted. So people knew not to challenge you. And I think a lot of what you were saying there is actually re- rooted more in probably misogyny rather than you being a lesbian. This is the case. That was really surprising for me, but I think you're absolutely right. I did my first activism when I was 11. Mm-hmm. I was giving an extra classes to um, kids from poor families. Then I was, of course, active at the animal shelter. Wow. <laughs> that was obvious for me. <laughs> but um, I think that this is the case, that uh, people were more scared of seeing a proud woman than a yeah. proud lesbian. Yes. Because they couldn't challenge my sexuality. Mm-hmm. Like, what could they say? Something homophobic, and I would mm-hmm. just shrug off. And yeah. I would just be like, okay, yeah. whatever. But then... Um, to challenge me on so many levels as a woman, mm-hmm. um, putting me in my place, explaining to me that I can or cannot do something. Yeah. Yes, I think you're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah. I think that's why you being a feminist and being an activist for, you know, gay people, gay rights, etc., that goes hand in hand massively. I don't think that you can have one without the other. And I think that it probably just like... F- Bit, like it fuels your feminism as well because you're like did he just fucking say that to me and then you're <laughs> able to like really amplify that like that part of of what you're doing so that was the most important thing for me when I became the president of Warsaw Pride mm-hmm. it was we have to connect it's mm-hmm. impossible that feminists are not openly on our march yeah. how is it yeah. how is it happening right and during that time I was working uh for with women who have experienced violence, I was working on a helpline. So I called my friends from other feminist NGOs, and since then we were always having the big representation. And I think that this also the thing that we have so um, little of tariffs of trans exclusionary mm. feminists, yeah. mm-hmm. or so-called, yeah. um, because we are so connected for so many years through the movements mm. that if one of the the feminists, the you know well-known feminists, are saying something transphobic, mm-hmm, yeah. we can call her and say, "What the hell, like yeah. girl?" Yeah. <laughs> yes, we 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 had that actually. We um we we outwardly supported some someone that had been experiencing um, transphobia. We had so many turfs comment. Yeah. yeah, I was surprised. I maybe I'm ignorant, but I was quite surprised that you can become you can come from like oppression and be hated on, and then hate someone else. I I don't understand how people can. I think not yeah, be uni- like unified together, and I think in so many ways our community is. I mean, we are so strong because our community and because of the people in it and because we have each other. And I think that's international. But I know we spoke about this just before we kind of um, turned on the mics is that there's a lot of 
inner kind of friction as well, which I find mm. so sad because like we shouldn't be fighting with each other or like not getting along because there's a bigger thing to be working towards, you know? Yeah. Um, For the last six years, I had absolutely no personal attacks from right wing any kind. Mm -hmm. I was attacked once on the street mm -hmm. and that's it. Mm -hmm. And every year I'm getting death threats. I'm getting hate messages. Last year, my mom got them from Fuck. people who I called my friends wow. or who are on our side or who are Wait, participating so they came, the in pride. The from inside the house. It wasn't, it wasn't external, so it was like right wing. Community. It was literally within the community that yeah. you were getting those death threats. Wow. Yeah. That's mad. That absolutely just baffles me. I can't. Yeah, same. But it's the same for us. I mean, the, the homophobia that we've actually experienced is from... Uh, gay men in bars. Yes. So we'll yeah. try and go into a bar, particularly in London, it's mainly gay men bars, like lesbian bars are, uh, there's one, two basically. <laughs> and because we don't look like how they want a lesbian to look like, which is just absolutely pathetic anyway, yeah. they will be like, just, just basically tell us to fuck off because they think that we're just like, these girls that are just turning up and, and you know, we will literally look at them and be like, no, 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 we're together. And they're just laughing. But why in our should face. it matter? Exactly. Yeah. Why should I even have to justify it? I mean, we've literally been pushed away from bars. That's we don't go up. out in queer uh, in the in the no. Soho now because it's worse. We get more hate from inside the community than we mm -hmm. do going to our local bars and restaurants with surrounded by straight people. There were mostly queer women in from the community who said I shouldn't be chosen for this position because I don't look gay enough. Wow. What? And I'm like, and what the fuck should I do? Well, we've got a bar shave my, shave we've my got head. A coming in in a minute and he's just going to shave <laughs> it all off. And a tattoo artist. Yeah. But <laughs> isn't that the point of all of this is that we shouldn't all have to look a certain way. Like that's the whole, that's one of the many layers as to why we're fighting for equality because equality is you can look however the fuck you want, you can be whoever the fuck you want and you can exist equally to someone else. So, mm. But also we, we all in the movement, I believe that we have different purposes. Yeah. Like I'm not an anarchist at all. Mm -hmm. I'm cooperating with the city of Warsaw, I'm cooperating with diplomats on many dif diplomatic levels. And my work is important in this part of the job that mm. we all need to, to have to be done. Mm -hmm. And then we have anarchist movement and anarchist groups who are coming to Pride and they have a different job of this situation. Yeah, yeah. And then you have a podcast and it, it's yeah. also a different kind yes. of a job that we need. So why the fuck we yeah. have time yeah. and mm. strength and like to, to put other people down? Mm. Yeah. If it's something that moves us forward, if it's yeah. something that actually brings us a little bit closer to equality, because I can understand that in London, mm -hmm. there are a lot of people who have time because oh, everything was achieved, so now we have time to hate. Yeah. But here in Poland, we have so much to do, yeah. like mm. really. Yeah. Why? Yeah. It's, it's mental. I mean, have you seen any changes like, since you've started working like, in yeah, this position? Yeah, I wanted position? to ask that. Like, what kind of inspired you to get to the position as chairperson or like, what drove that? And I'm really interested to understand, because I don't understand, like, 
has there been significant shift over the last few years and, yeah. and how has that happened and what, what has that looked like? Mm. Um, because, I'm, I mean, we did do some research, but it was actually quite thin on the ground as to understand the real history and the kind of progress uh, and the journey of equality in Poland. So I'd really love to be able to hear that from you. And I know that's a really long that's a big and annoying question. question. Sorry. <laughs> um, I didn't want to become president of Warsaw Pride. Okay. I said no for three months. <laughs> really? <laughs> um, I was 22 at the time. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, I really wanted to stay at the university. I really wanted to have a scientific career. Mm -hmm. And I was afraid that being an activist is going to stop me from this. That was the biggest issue for me. Mm. But the other thing was that I was super young, right? Yeah. I, I didn't want to have this kind of um, burden. Mm -hmm. Yes, I would, I will call it that mm -hmm. way yeah. on my, on my shoulders. So at, at the beginning, I really didn't want to take that. And at that time, equality parade was, um, small event. I would say we had 15 to 20,000 people coming. Um, it was really not inclusive. It was being made by gay men. Right. So what I was lacking of was the bigger representation of course from the yeah. community but mm. also the just everything I wanted everything to be bigger <laughs> come on yeah. uh, so so I had this vision so I said no even though I had this vision and then my friends from the the volunteering team because we were together in a volunteering team said Julia this is the time this is an opportunity for us to make the pride as we want it mm -hmm. to be Love that. Mm -hmm. And we are going to do it with you if you are going to take it. Yeah. So I did. <laughs> so I did. Um, the first year was absolutely amazing. We didn't know what we are doing at all. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like everything was kind of coincidence, I would say. Because I suppose there'd been no one there to pave the way. Like you were literally starting yeah, what from you scratch. To, yeah. And then it's almost like, where do you start? Mm. You just have to start somewhere. We had uh, two amazing men. Uh, I'm, I'm not usually saying that, so I will say that. <laughs> How <laughs> painful was God, that? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, I could like, see the gritted <laughs> teeth then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we had Łukasz Połudzki and Paweł Kiepuszewski who taught me the technical issues, like how to build a float, <laughs> because I didn't wow. know how to do that. Uh, so so they, they gave me a lot of know-how and a lot of knowledge, but the rest of this was... I mean, that was a circus, you know, like mm -hmm. everything mm -hmm. was burning. Uh, there was some monkey jumping over the roof <laughs> and there we are dancing in the middle of this. Um, absolutely amazing time. But then um, we kind of did it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Twice as much people came. Wow. Love that. Uh, a lot of representation, a lot of different movements. Uh, we were the third country in the world where Greenpeace took part uh, wow. in Pride. Wow. Yes. Um, we we kind of started talking to different companies and different brands. Yes, Levi's <laughs> was, was one say, of them. Big up to <laughs> Levi's. <laughs> big up Levi's on this. Yeah. And so so we got some money that we could actually use to build something bigger. Incredible. And it it kind of grew. Um, so in 2019, we had a parade of approximately 70,000 people, and. 
we had this huge equality town where all of the NGOs were giving speeches and workshops so everyone could educate themselves about different minorities, not only LGBTQ people. And I said to myself, that's wonderful, that's it. I did my job, thank mm -hmm. you. <laughs> and then COVID came. Uh, uh, yeah. And you are not leaving your organization during crisis. No. So no. I stayed <laughs> and <laughs> here I am still <laughs> because last year we had a war. So it was also yes. kind of a crisis. And this year it is still kind of a crisis it situation is, yeah. for us. Yeah. Um, we are going to have a huge representation from Ukraine. This is really important Which to is us. incredible. Uh, you know, the, this is something that actually keeps me going, you know, to be able to use my power to yeah. give the streets of Warsaw, to give them away to Ukrainian community, mm, yeah. to have the power to do that. That was the most amazing thing last year. Uh, so we had a Warsaw Key of Pride last year together. That's amazing. And yeah, what, had, what, what, what changed? Uh, the political situation is worse. <laughs> Okay. Oh, I mean, you're not alone there, in all fairness. Yes, everyone's sorry. Everywhere. Everyone's on so fire. At least we're in shit so. together in that sense. I mean, uh, the Brexit kind of paved the way. Yeah, yes, it did. <laughs> so the political situation is worse, but the, mm, the society is much further. Mm -hmm. So right now, more than 50% of Polish society is pro-equal rights for LGBTQ people. In general, I'm not talking mm -hmm. about specifics. Of course, adoption is still kind of an yeah. issue but at least equal partnerships and marriages. Mm -hmm. And when I took over the Warsaw Pride, it was 12%, as I believe. Wow. So it's a, it's a huge difference. It's a huge shift in our society. So that's why I'm angry uh, where the politicians of opposition are saying, oh, the society is not ready. They are. Mm -hmm. We have mm. better percentage than Ireland had, than Argentina had when they were introducing their equal laws. Mm -hmm. So... Mm, we are much further. Yeah. Do you know what I think that is, though? They're shitting themselves. That's what it is, because for so long, they've been able to spill a narrative that queer people and gay people are just disgusting and we don't deserve a place in this world and, you know, all of these things. And I think it's easy to, to build a following. Whoever, you know, if you shout the loudest, people will come, right? And you've managed to create something that has built a following of mm -hmm. support and that probably was already always there, but people didn't feel you've you've cre created an openness that people yep. now feel they can. They and it's can a big safe space as well, even you know. as an ally. Mm. And yeah, the opposition is shitting themselves, and I think that's probably why they're now screaming louder about kind of debunking these things because eventually, and I do truly believe this, not even just for Poland, like every country that is suffering with inequality we will come out on top. Like yeah. historically, you know, whether you're talking about war, you're talking about, you know, gay rights, um, trans rights, yeah. we will always prevail. And I think they need to know that. Like it's not going to ever go gonna away. It's not going to go away. I think that's the main thing is that they think that if they brush it under the rug, it just erases the gay people. Like we just all go back into the closet mm -hmm. and then just... Yeah, yeah and if they get angry around. enough and if they get aggressive enough, then they will scare us into submission and I, I don't think that will ever work I mean it never has like historically we've always come back and I think it's actually created change you know it creates movement mm. sometimes when you get to a point of an uprise of positivity and then you kind of get knocked back a bit but then it creates a further uprise of positivity because you've already built that foundation and I think you will probably see that this year and probably years to come it will just grow and grow and grow yeah. which is incredible and something to be 
you know, insanely, insanely powerful. Yeah, oh, I think, definitely. Like, That's crazy. It's, it's, yeah, it, it is. It's like, very I'm admirable. Awe, truly, yeah, because so I think I. we've always lived in a society that it's not perfect. I mean, I've had hate crime on the streets of London. I'm not going to sit here and say that I haven't, but I know, and I think it is that kind of whisper of safety that yeah. we do have incredible we do organizations. know we're yeah. we have so many big corporations such as Levi's and other brands and you know massive sponsorships over in the UK that yeah. do advocate for us massively I mean what, what you say as well like even when you were growing up like not being able to have access to lesbians online I mean I don't know what I would have done because like my my feed was like Ellen. Yeah, were you not allowed <laughs> to Ellen. stream the L word? Is that not yeah, possible? Were you not allowed to no, no, no. Um, at one point, we were streaming the L word. Yes. Um, but I think yeah. I was 14 at that point. Fantastic. <laughs> Good girl. Yeah. I was 14. Well, we're streaming it for the sixth time at the moment. <laughs> we so. are. Yeah. Back on season one. Um, but no, I mean. Oh my like, God. That's like a. a Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, well, Julia, you That's a psychological go out there. issue, I believe. You go out <laughs> there and change the world, right? Yeah, we you do that. We get on this little podcast once a week and say our our little, little things. And then, and then we, we go we home and we watch The L Word with our dog. And play COD. Right, so we are Can you people. switch? Like, I really want that life. You, I know, because I feel like you would <laughs> berate us so hard. Like, <laughs> I know that when you were doing extracurricular maths, I was spending 18 hours a day on Sims 3. <laughs> like me and you, we're just not the same. When people. you were doing extracurricular maths, I was smoking weed in a park on my own. <laughs> I was downing Lambrini by the bottle. Yeah, straight like throwing up in yeah. my mum's car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, there's two different types of people in this world, Scarlett. All right, to <laughs> feel so shit oh, during this. There are podcast. not the different types of people. There is just some things they cannot speak publicly about. You know. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> I'm working on a public oh, university. You can. This <laughs> is the point. This we're, is your time. This but is yeah, your we're here for you to speak as publicly as you want you know is there anything because like we we've asked you all the questions but like anything that you'd want people of either like Poland or people you know universally to to understand about the movements here or like what's yeah and how can we support like what can we be doing you know the thing that I love about Polish community and I'm talking about Polish not Warsaw sometimes Mm -hmm. people are putting equal between the two of them Mm -hmm. but it's not is that um Warsaw is wonderful and we have wonderful pride and you are more than welcome to come. But this is not the real change that is being created in our country. Mm -hmm. Uh, The real change is being made by small cities. Mm -hmm. In 2017, we had seven prides in Poland. Now we have 34. Whoa. Wow. 35 this year. Wow. That's amazing. There's so going to be spreading. some of the new. And we created Polish Prize Alliance. You can find us online. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a website to, to kind of give the voice back from this big, big NGOs from Warsaw who were usually talking about how LGBTQ people live in Poland or how, mm-hmm. how their situation is to give it back to the regions, to be, for them to be able to tell their own stories. Yeah. So right now, what I really believe in is that we have a wonderful time in Warsaw. It's important to have Warsaw pride. We have a lot of, of this regional activists coming to have a great time, you yeah. know, and brief a little bit yeah. um, during our pride. But the big difference, the big change that the society is making is happening in these regions. Mm-hmm. Last year, we had the smallest march in Milic. It's 12,000 inhabitants. 200 people came. Ooh. 
This year we are going to have a march in um, Stum, which is 7,000 inhabitants. I know it sounds big for some of the countries, but in Poland it's practically a village. Yeah. Mm. So we will have a first village pride. Wow. <laughs> that. Uh, so I actually believe that um, the change is not going to be created from Warsaw. Mm -hmm. So if you're looking uh, to support us, you can always sponsor the mm -hmm. Pride itself. We need 1,000 euro for a Pride to happen in a smaller city. Okay. That's amazing. it. That's and it. do That's you amazing. have like, links and things that we can kind of put out there? Obviously. There Fantastic. <laughs> Honey, I was being born with links. <laughs> Lesbians, we're flooding you. Like This is your opportunity because you're oh, not yeah. paying us. So pay someone. <laughs> Really believe right, me. Because we, we're, we're doing some free labor for you lot over here. Yeah. So. Do not give money to Warsaw Pride. Give it to regions. The they are doing marvelous thing. Yeah. I mean, with the money, the amount of money that they have, they shouldn't be able to do the yeah. things that they are doing. Uh, it, this I, is I amazing. I'm like, truly blown away to hear that because I grew up in a small town in the countryside. Yeah. We don't have that. No. What we, I've never had it. There's no pride there. So the fact that that's happening in you know a less progressive country that there That's are mad. that is yeah. actually just again like i'm blown away mm. there is clearly a lot of unity here it's just it is it's just also unlocking a lot of it it's it literally just the beginning which yes. is incredible it's a lot of uh, perseverance you know people yeah. here not only LGBTQ people, but also allies, they are yeah. fed up with the amount of hate from our government. Yes. Yeah. So they are like, I didn't care about, you know, LGBTQ rights, but I cannot stand, you know, the hate speech yeah. against mm. the group of people. Yes. So I'm becoming an ally. I'm becoming mm -hmm. an active ally mm -hmm. to actually support you. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's pretty great. To be yeah, fair. And I find it yeah. hard to believe that no one in this world just doesn't want peace, right? Yeah. So, like, whether you actively support it or not, you sh surely just want, like, an easy yeah. life. I think that's what we're all asking for. We're just asking for a bit of peace. Yeah. And, like, have you ever been to London before? Oh, yeah. yeah okay, Honey, brilliant. I love London. You My love London. My sister lived there <laughs> for oh, wow. a few years. And the first time I traveled there, I was flying alone. Mm -hmm. I was 11. Oh, wow. Uh, so that was a That's bit when you found the lesbians. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> See, again, like, I was actually a gay club in London. Really? Heaven. Yeah, they paid the, the security guard to let me in with was my heaven. That's amazing. I mean, it didn't look like heaven, if I have to be no, honest. No, no. I mean, it <laughs> looks like hell, but the it's called, he called heaven. Oh, but no, it does I look don't like know hell. that. I, yeah. I absolutely <laughs> don't know. They all look like hell. Um, That's that amazing. Note, the floor was super that. sticky. Oh, yeah, they all yeah. are. <laughs> They're underground and they are sticky, greasy dungeons. Yeah. I've had some fantastic times there, but it's, COVID, but it's great. It's breeding COVID, isn't it? Yeah. It really oh, is. it's actually sounds like Poland. I had a fantastic time there, but <laughs> on that note, I've got two two other questions um, before we probably have bored you to death. One being, on the note of gay clubs, is there anywhere, if so, where if people are visiting Warsaw? to go out as a queer person and have a really great time. One is Madame Q. It's okay. a burlesque show. Oh. Uh, it's absolutely LGBTQ friendly. They have also a lot of drag shows um, every, every week. The safest place I have ever been to. Okay, uh, completely, completely go there, do it. It's amazing. And beside that, La Pose, it's a new club, um, also in the city center. Um, and the most amazing voguing team <laughs> is being in charge of it. So, um, strike a pose, that kind of vogue. 
Yes, right. love that. Got it. <laughs> well, you guys, will see a lot of it tomorrow. The parade tomorrow. You know where she is. I'm She's in La in Post. The drag show. She's on the floor in the drag show. <laughs> oh no, no, no! Tomorrow I'm actually sweeping floors and uh, cleaning after your party. So you're you have to you know oh, we'll have join fun you. without the lesbians me. Lesbians will not leave you sweeping the streets alone. Believe me. Do you me. love to know how much of a strong dyke I like to be? So if you oh, give me girl. a task, I will do it. I will challenge you. Okay. Why you're is on. that? So we always have a session. Like we always come up with these things like gay inanimate objects. Why is a broom a gay inanimate object? It is like a like a street brush is very it's giving queer isn't it's, it it's giving lesbian it is giving but so as we were saying this the other day wd-40 you know the oil that you use on your car that's that's it's, gay it's, it's gay. just so gay yeah it's so gay it's like so gay. spanners and nuts and bolts and things like that <laughs> anyway i'm gonna leave it on one note that's gonna put you on the spot a bit and you don't have to you don't have to answer this so usually at this time in the podcast we have our disgusting followers submit their lesbian horror stories and they are like horrific. Um, I'm not going to ask you to probably go to the length that some of these people yeah, do go vile. to because it is actually quite traumatizing. Um, but is there any horror story or experience that or even you just a bit can of a shocker. give us a bit of insight on as to any experience you've had over the last however many years you've been out that would With give a us a bit of laugh slash maybe make us judge you a little bit, not in a positive way? Because you've had a lot of positivity. Because I actually think you need to be knocked down a peg you now. You do. Because we've you know, we been complimenting you, you quite a lot. So. I don't think so. I'm an angel. <laughs> you've I'm had no crazy exes. You've never been the crazy ex. You've never... If you haven't had the crazy ex, you are no, the crazy No, I'm ex. in touch with all of my exes as a proper wow. lesbian should. Wow. Yes. Yeah, I <laughs> mean, <laughs> fair. There's your one. Yeah. Oh. Um, I have absolutely nothing bad to say about my exes. Um, that's surprising. Come on, I'm, I'm actually you having a catharsis the here. Is Sorry, that's saying that you're the red flag, though. If you don't <laughs> yes. have anything to say, they've got a lot to say about you. I, I, I f I'm sure they do. <laughs> you have to contact them. I can give you, you know. We'll oh, get them on the phone. Believe, we'll be recording the whole... Best believe we will do that. Don't <laughs> but, worry. Um, no, I, I cannot think about any horror story. You're too busy um, changing the world, no darling. No traumati traumatizing first dates, no... Oh, I have a traumatizing yeah. first okay, date. No, oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. Yeah. That was the the worst thing I have ever done. That's why I'm not online dating anymore. So um, I met a girl online. That was super, you know, everything was super fun. I mean, we had a really blast. So I said, okay, let's meet. Let's go for a beer. So we sit there for three hours. The most amazing date you can imagine. You know, everything is great. Everything is wonderful. Mm -hmm. And then she goes that she's voting for this far-right candidate <gasps> in a presidential election. <sighs> and not the right-wing government that we have right now. The far-right neo-Nazi one. Oh, wow. my God. And there I am, and I'm like, how the fuck should I escape from this situation? Um, so I said, oh yeah, I mean, I'm super busy and I'm tired, I have to go home. I, I didn't know if I should tell her, tell her that I think she's crazy or what. I'm very surprised you didn't challenge her. I mean, that was a really good date. Yeah. Yeah. So I... I I you felt were, you bad, were, you, you, know? were yeah. you were blindsided. blindsided I was quite. blind completely. So, um, you know, she was she was uh, walking me down to the metro station and she wanted to kiss me and there, wa there, wa there was I saying, <laughs> I will absolutely never kiss someone like you. That would be like kissing a man, wouldn't it? It would be oh. like that level of bad. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yes. Oh, that is really. I never thought I'd say that, but I think I'd rather kiss a man than someone who would vote for like a fart. No, I would. Like, I don't hate men that <laughs> I mean, much. Fucking hell, Scarlett. That is, yeah. I mean, everything would be better. The this sticky floor in yeah. a gay club would licking be better to kiss. Licking the sti- sticky floor in a gay club. Better. Obviously. So I just <laughs> ran away. Yeah. That yeah. was. I mean, I, fair that's enough. incredible, and it ties in really well to last week's And story. I feel bad because mm. I should stood up for myself, yeah. but that was a good date. I was so shocked mm. that um, I wrote you know to my best friend and I was like how the wh- what is going on how is it even possible you know uh, do you know what? there's got to be something in the air at the moment because actually the last week's horror story the this girl had written in and she'd got on a date with this other w- woman they go home they start having sex and the girl's like oh talk dirty to me so she starts talking dirty to her and she's like no get worse get worse get worse and this girl's like fuck I don't know what to say and this girl looks up and was like I want you to call me Hitler <laughs> So there's got to be... <laughs> and she's screaming Hitler's name as she comes yeah. with the girl's fisting. So something has to be in yeah. the air with the neo-Nazis at the moment. It's just that they're coming... <laughs> I don't know why. It's quite frightening. <laughs> Maybe it was the same girl. It could have been the could've same been girl. Could have been the same girl. Fuck, yes. Because we been. are all connected. It all, I mean, yeah, we are. We are. Mentally, yeah, for sure. Fuck, imagine if it is the same girl. We need to do some digging. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> some investigation. Okay, yeah. so um, this kind of horror story, I absolutely don't have one, uh, but I have some horror stories from uh, Equal Marches in Poland, you know, so if you want mm-hmm. to really hear <laughs> a horror story uh, from a march that was attacked by neo-Nazis, I have wow. plenty of that. No. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So when you said horror story, that was the first thing that my mind flew oh to. No, so it was hard to come back to the dating yeah. side, you know? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. See, again, you've shamed us because we're sat here talking about pathetic lesbian horror stories <laughs> where we're all just sad with nothing. That was to not my intention. <laughs> and you're out here talking about real horror stories that yeah, people need like, to yeah. sort their shit out and stand up against. But, so, you know, but then that's why it's been so good to have yeah. this conversation with you. It's been to, so good. To really like spread that awareness mm-hmm. as well as much as we hopefully can on here mm-hmm. and then share all those links as well mm-hmm. because even just like being here makes you more aware and, and yeah. actually sat down speaking to you just makes us more painfully aware of, of how much further mm-hmm. you know things can go but the work that you're doing is incredible and this Again, is like a shout so well out done you. as well to our listeners and some people who have commented to us recently once we announced that we were coming here basically asking us why we'd go to a homophobic country first of all use your fucking brain <laughs> second of all <laughs> how do you think if you're living in your pretty little areas in LA or Canada or you know yeah. London what the fuck do you think happened historically for you to get to that point like if you're mm-hmm. a queer person and you're not advocating and supporting and actively you know standing up for other countries and nations that do not have the privilege that you do look at yourself in the mirror because pride is not just a glitter party pride is there as a political movement yeah. and it always pride is still a riot exactly exactly and yeah you know we all need to wake up to that is that yes we we all you know i think a lot of our listeners will come from such privilege but be very aware of that privilege. It doesn't then absolve you for not supporting, you know, to not support Mm. other countries and other, you know, your queer family who have to exist in other spaces without the kind of way that you're able to walk through the world. exactly. Um, And don't be scared to come to Poland. I know it might, you know, sound scary, Mm. 
But beside the politicians, we have an amazing society mm. that is going yeah. forward, that is going for equal rights, not only for LGBTQ yeah. people. So, yeah. yeah, drop by, say oh, hi. We yeah, definitely come back over. Because I have not, I mean, first of all, there's many hotels I want to nap in. And second of all, <laughs> the, food. the food. I'm not yeah. going to be able to get through all the restaurants not be able I want to get through. Not going to be able to the lot of them. And I do love to go to. Each country I go to, I love to try the McDonald's here, <laughs> but I can't do it this time because it would be a waste. So I need to come back to be able to justify Just to have having the McDonald's. the McDonald's. Do you know and what I mean? Out. Yeah, exactly. Uncultured swines. <laughs> Thank Uncultured. you. Uncultured. Yeah, the Lesbian Supper Club are leaving you today with a sour taste in our mouth <laughs> that we are uncultured, lazy assholes Amazing. and I have you to thank for that Julia <laughs> no but seriously thank yeah, you thank so you so much, much because we appreciate how absolutely busy you are yeah at you moment. are rammed so, so we are so grateful for you taking you. the time and we really hope you guys enjoyed this episode as much as we enjoyed creating it here today and again just a massive thank you to Levi's because without brands such as this out here advocating for us you know, these things don't happen. Exactly. So on that note, we love you lesbians and everyone else, and we will see you very, very, very soon. Happy Pride. Happy Pride. Happy Pride. Bye, guys. Bye.